today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I hope you heard this. I hope you saw this. And if you didn't, well, we're here to help you out. Yesterday at midnight, 12 o'clock and one second a.m., new distracted driving laws came into effect in Ontario, and they are severe. They are serious. They, these are laws that, I, I'm telling you, pay attention right now if you haven't heard about this, because we are potentially going to save you a lot of heartache. On the first offense now, if you are caught, charged, convicted of distracted driving, you'll get a three-day license suspension a fine of up to a thousand bucks on first offense and three demerit points. Plus you can be sure that if this happens, your insurance companies will be only too happy to raise your rates considerably. And it gets much, much worse on second offense, third offense. And if you are on a graduated license, if you're on a graduated license, if you're a young driver who's just got your license, who's working your way up, don't, it's going to be a nightmare for you if you get caught. The penalties are severe if you are in that position. And here's the interesting part about it, because that is just, that's a good scare. What's really interesting about this is what counts as distracted driving, what we think counts as distracted driving may not exactly be accurate. It's not just holding your phone. It's not just texting. It's not just talking with your phone. There are a lot of other things that you could get nailed for on this one. Klaus Wagner is a constable, a traffic specialist with the Hamilton Police Services. He joins us now. Klaus, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you and all your listeners. Thank you very much. Um, I was reading over some of the rules of this, and again, I don't know how many people, act. I, I assume a lot of people heard about this, but I don't know how many people looked into this. Distracted driving is not just holding your phone and not just texting. It's lit, written down as anything that causes you to be less focused on the road, which means what, Klaus? What does that actually mean? Yeah, so what a lot of people don't understand is anytime you're using your phone too. So basically, yeah, your cell phone, for the cell phone part of it, if it's in your hand, that's good enough. I mean, lots of times people will tell us or, you know, we, we pull people over. They say, well, I'm just checking the time on my, on my phone. And I always, my answer to that always is, well, the one on your radio there isn't good <laughs> enough. Um, but uh, if you're using the phone, so if it's, even if it's in a cradle, but say you're, you know, if the officer really wanted to be stiff about it, you're punching in the phone number. That's using you can push to talk, but to actually use it, or if it's on the radio mode, or if you're using it as your GPS and you're typing things in, that's technically using. An officer could, and I, and I stress that, could charge you for that. But, I mean, if it's in the cradle, we're going to give you some lenience that way. But now it's a GPS unit. It's the same thing. You're typing in things. Or the big thing we're starting to see now, for some reason, it seems to be a real fad right now, is you know some of these bigger phones, they have them in the... In the little docket there, and it's bumper to bumper traffic, and they're streaming a Netflix show, or <laughs> I shouldn't maybe say Netflix. They're they're streaming something, so they're using it, they're watching it, they're 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 receiving uh, something along that lines. So, or uh, you know, or you're punching, you're using your laptop on your on your on your passenger seat. All those things are under this distracted driving law. I, I suppose I probably shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't be surprised, but I kind of am to think no. that some people would actually be doing that, be watching a movie while they're driving along, even if it's slowly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, you know what, um, I have se- I've seen over the last few years um, 
the big thing we're going to is for some reason it's just people think it's just a part of their life now using their phone while they're driving they they don't really see there's lots of people who say that they they drive no differently um i can tell you hundreds of collision reports we get where yeah it it does affect you because you know you've taken away and then the car companies themselves and and i'm blaming them they're they're trying to make cars mobile living rooms you know with all the different gadgets they have in it um and people think just because the car does this it stays in the lane it keeps the you know backed off and stuff you still have to drive the vehicle that you know maybe the light sensor is out maybe this is gone and people don't understand you still need to operate it's driving a car is a verb driving it's not a noun. It's not just something you sit and do. And people need to start to understand that it's not worth it. Very. There are a lot of stories that have been written about this new law, and they include a lot of different things and a lot of different possibilities. And let me throw a few of them by you as possibilities, whether this would count necessarily as distracted driving under this new... Well, I guess under it could have been under the old one, but really now under the new rules. It, one of the things that it talks about is eating. Is eating distracting my driving? It is, but not under this, not under this, this law here. Um, distracted driving falls back to our, our basically our overall guidelines of careless driving without due care and attention. Anything that you do behind the wheel of a car that's without due care and attention, an officer could charge you with something called careless driving. And, uh, you know, and eating, drinking coffee, all those things, even though we all do it and it, and it, you know, Nothing ever happens, but say something did happen. You got in a collision, and, and we have a witness that says, as uh, as they were driving beside you, they saw the persons with their head down, and they were uh, cutting into their, uh, you know, their pre-made dinner that's sitting on their lap. That could be distra- that, that could be careless driving. Okay, so and the penalties are almost the penalties are almost uh, are financially as severe. Uh, demerit points are a lot higher, six on conviction or uh, six points, and you could get a driver's suspension. So when you you read these stories or read the, some of the things that say and eating, it's not necessarily meaning if I have got a coffee and a donut at Tim's and I'm eating a donut, that does not automatically mean I'm distracted. Oh my God, how would I get through a chef? <laughs> Fair enough. I, it, someone did ask me this though, and, and I don't mean to be picking on the cops in any oh, way, no. but they said, how come when we play around on our phones, it's distracted driving, but when the police can play around on their in-dash computers or onboard computers, they're not distracted? Okay, so uh, we've never really had an interview. Uh, Bill knows I talk straightforward. Yes, under the emergency vehicles, so police, fire, ambulance, um, we are exempt from that law. However, here in Hamilton, our own policy and procedure says unless it's an emergency, you should not be on your cell phone or on your uh, what we call our mobile terminal, uh, dispatch terminal. Some police services have even gone to where the officer can receive information because that's the way we receive information, not just by the radio anymore, like updates on the call you're going to, maybe suspect in- information and stuff. But some of them are going to blocking, so while the officer is driving, they're not able to type in anything while they drive. So our own policy, you know, tells officers it's unsafe to do this. Do not do this unless it's an emergency situation, and that's why you're, you're doing whatever you're doing. The interesting thing about this new law, and again, it really falls back to the old, I mean, distracted driving has been a word or a, a phrase that's been in use for yeah. a long time. And we, again, to where I started with, we think of it as holding your phone to your ear as texting, but I suppose that if you're fiddling around with your radio enough with your head down, that could qualify. And there's a lot of things that could potentially fall into this category. Again, yeah, if it's on your phone now, 
as of right now, because, uh, you know, the indoor uh, entertainment systems, as I call them, on some of the new cars, they don't qualify because they're, they're mounted, like I said. And most of them, it is pushed, you know, to use. Now, um, the G, when it talks about GPS units, um, you know, it came out starting with those little ones that you used to put on your dash. But um, if I, as a traffic officer, saw someone, again, like I said, I could, if I can plainly see it's, it's on the GPS mode and they're typing something in, like mm-hmm. new coordinates or whatever, that's technically using, they could, get, they could get charged under this section for that. If I don't know if you've ever seen a Tesla, their there's, there, there's screen on there looks bigger than most, uh, most computer screens. Yeah, you've got a 50-inch uh, plasma in the front seat of your Tesla. Exactly. exactly. No, I, yeah. and, and we all love the idea until the temptation in front of you. That's, that, to me, is the thing. It's the temptation. Well, that, that's what it is. When I go to companies and I speak throughout this province, one of the biggest, the way I always usually kind of leave it, depending on what I'm talking about, but when it comes to this section here, I always say, try this today. And, and whoever, all your listeners that are driving right, around right now, I challenge you right now. If a text message comes in in the next, you know, for this drive here till you get home or to get to your destination, do not look at it at all. And then when you get there, then look at your phone and then see what it says. Was that worth $1,000 up to $1,000, 2000 or 3000 depending on how many times you've gotten this ticket, or a driver's license suspension? Was that, hey, are you bringing the coffee? Hey, are you doing this? What time are you home? Are those worth it? Because as I always say, I don't know if you, I've never received a text message that said, there's somebody in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, that was a great you know movie I mean? back in the great movie back in the late seventies. But oh, um, look at you! I, yeah, I always yeah. say that to my kids when, yeah. when my daughter moved out on her own. I phone her every once in a while and say that. Have you checked the children? Yeah, they're in the house. He's in the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the I have to believe though that with these new laws and with this new enforcement, that w- would you expect that there's going to be increased court challenges to this because it does leave a certain amount or a, a, maybe a high amount of subjectivity that if I happen to have you as the police officer in the car next, you may decide, oh, I'm not really sure that's distracted driving, but a different officer could describe it, could def- decide it is. It's going to be how our officers articulate themselves in court. That's why I say to our officers here in Hamilton, and I'm very strong about this, is make sure you have good evidence. You cannot use evidence such as I, their head kept on looking down into their lap. You don't know. They might have just a piece of paper in there. They may have, they may be looking at the, you know, unfortunately, the, the lap dog, uh, you know, on, they may be doing something else. You have to have good evidence. You have to say that was, you know, that you saw a cell phone in their hand. It looked, appeared to be an iPhone, this, that. It was black. It was white. Whatever it is, um, that's what you want to get to to make sure that we have good evidence that the justice of the peace. Because remember, we can do what we can put people in front of the court all the time. It comes down to the court saying, you know, they believe, you know, they 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 take the evidence of the officer over the other person who says um, I wasn't doing that or that it was it was this or it was that. We I even had person once recently this last year say to one of my officers, no, no, it was my. Um, What's the old way we used to get messages? My um, my fax pager. machine. <laughs> it was a pager. It was a pager. Do you know what I mean? And things like that. So until you know, you know, we have to put things in front of the court. We have to have strong cases. We have to have good information. We have to get good convictions. Um, but people are still going to challenge it because they they don't understand. Because when you get your driver's license, one of the questions is not on there is. Driving is a privilege, yes or no? What says right in the act? Driving is a privilege. And until people understand that, that just because you have a driver's license doesn't mean you get to do whatever you want. That the, the, the ministry can say all of a sudden, you know what? 
you didn't do this, you didn't do that, we're taking your license away mm. from you to, to, to show you that you cannot drive like that because it puts us all at danger. And you talk to any person, you know, when you do out, go out and canvas people and you'll hear people say, yep, it's, you know, it's against my rights and this, they can't do this and they can't do it. But you talk to somebody that's had a family member that's been affected by this, they're saying there's, mm. the charges aren't strong enough. So it depends what side of the fence you're on. Because this is a newly enhanced law, are we expecting there will be a blitz right away? Should we be expecting lots and lots and lots of these tickets to be handed out in the next few weeks? As I always like to say, educational. No. <laughs> um, you, know, we're, you know, but this law, the law has been in there. Like, there's really nothing's changed. It's only the fines uh, and the penalties that have been changed. So the, the rules really haven't changed. You know, there are still people out there that don't understand, like you mm-hmm. said, that don't understand that just because you're holding the phone and talking, you have your head up, because that seems to be the big thing, that new, you know, how people seem to hold it with their hand like that, like they're holding a, a cupcake or something, and then they're driving with their head up. They think, well, I'm doing okay this way. So those things, you know, it's educational that way, but it's the fine. So uh, the first time an officer pulls you over, and my suggestion is right now is our officers will, you know, check to see if you have a previous conviction. If you do, they'll 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 serve you a summons to go to court, and that allows the crown to ask for the maximum fine, which is to up to two thousand dollars on the second conviction, and uh, three thousand on the third. If it's your very first ticket, it will be what we call a set fine for six hundred and fifteen dollars, and on conviction, three points. And the ministry will send you a letter saying your driver's license is under suspension for three days. Three very quick things before I let you go, which yep. I think are common, and I've wondered these myself at times. I have on my dashboard one of those things I bought at Canadian Tire that clips onto the dashboard that can hold my phone. Is that sufficient as an out of hands as I've mounted thing, or does it have to be a factory installed mount? Nope. That's perfect. As long as um, they, uh, like I said, as long as you're only pushing to talk on it, pushing to to dial on it, you know, because technically if you're punching a bunch of stuff in, you could be considered using there are people who would say, okay, what if I put my phone on my lap? Don't use my hands. It's sitting on my lap and I push to talk and I use a speaker. Is that allowed? And like I said, yeah, that, that would be fine. Uh, but, you know, uh, don't be continuously looking down because it's just human nature for some mm-hmm. reason to look down at when we're talking like that. So be careful that way. And the other one that I found really interesting, because it was in a story that I was reading about this, it never dawned on me. There was a time several years ago, I was driving along the highway and saw a drunk driver and called 911 and then followed at a distance to tell the police where this guy was going. And it says, no, no, if you're going to ever call for an emergency for whatever reason, you have to pull over and do it. Even if you call 911, you have to be off to the side of the road. Nope, great way to finish. Nope, that is the one exemption okay. that you were calling 911. And always remember, uh, you know, uh, as the old joke says, I was born at night but not last night. Don't say, well, I was calling 911 because it would it'd be very easy for us to, <laughs> to find out if you were if you had been calling 911. Klaus Wagner, uh, Hamilton Police Constable, Traffic Specialist with the Hamilton Police. Really appreciate the time. Happy New Year. Thanks for doing this today. And don't be one of those 303 that we caught last year. I will do my very best. Thank you, Klaus. Appreciate it. All the best. That is a word of warning to all of you out there. If you're driving right now, put the phone down. Honestly, don't start your new year with a $1,000 ticket and three days without driving. That would not be good. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. 
Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.